The Trilogy Podcast with Vin and Scott. Putting the buff back in film buff. Trilbit number four. Who are you? I'm Batman. Great. You see, Scott, I say it with a sarcastic lilt to my voice. Great. You do it. You do it now the way you'd say it. Okay. Who are you? I'm Batman. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're excited that Batman is the yes. subject of this this week's, or rather this month's. I am very tri- excited. I'm a tri- longtime tri- Batman fan. Uh huh. And actually, uh, you know, I forgot to mention this, but I should probably uh, should probably show you this now. Oh no, Scott. Oh God. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> you wore the shirt. I did. Oh boy. But not only that, it's got a uh, oh little built-in. Uh, oh my God. Cape in the back. Oh God. Bought this at uh, Six Flags Great Adventure yeah. uh, for the Batman the Ride, which I was very excited about back in the day as well. Guess so. Just showing my uh, my CV, my that's curriculum. That's a cape. That's a cape. I don't wear the shirt very often. Well, I wore it for you. Thanks so much. I wore it to appall you. And I am appalled. <laughs> <laughs> I am appalled. Well, um, let me tell you, before I lay into Batman, let me okay. say this. I gave Batman a try. They were. It was a very big deal that it came yeah. out in 1988, I think, was the first Batman. Yeah, uh, 1989, I thought. Okay, okay. Uh, The only reason I say it is because it was the first movie I saw in theaters. Oh, so. Um, So I was very young. I remember bits of it, but I think that's what, uh, you know, that's what spurred the bat mania. So you enjoyed the movie so much you went on to read comics. Yes. So I think that's an important distinction is although I've read some of the comics Mm -hmm. and I've delved and I've read some of the history. Right. um, I'm not a strictly comic book guy. I like the character of Batman. I think that's an important distinction to make. Uh, And also say that there are probably plenty of Batman fans who know plenty more than I do. Okay, fair enough. But uh, I am a a fan of the character. Okay, and I just want to say that I am not necessarily a fan of superheroes in any way. Right. I like to think of an open-minded person. All right, so let me tell you what my problems are then. Okay. After having I'll given try to field as many Batman as a chance, all right? Okay. Both. So this is sort of Batman's last chance. Well, right in here. its original incarnation, okay? And then so many years went by before they eventually made the trilogy that we're we're dealing with in our upcoming episode. Scott, my problems are as follows. All right. All right. First and foremost, the most important issue for me regarding okay. Batman is that he has no powers. Indeed, he is a mortal man. Yes, this is... Uh, That's a minority, in the minority for superheroes, no? Uh, yes, but, you know, there are some... I mean, I don't know, there are a lot of Can superheroes... Can you name even three other superheroes who have who no mortal? powers that are mortal? Who can die? Who can die. Easily, just die from anything the way a human could die. Uh, Daredevil? Okay. Uh, Spider-Man? Mm, really? Oh, he could Spider-Man die. Spider-Man can lift a car. A human being can't lift a car. Yeah, you could still shoot him with a bullet and kill him. You sure about that? Yep. Yeah, but he's got supernatural speed and shit. I don't know if that really... Right, but he uh, has ways to avoid it. Okay, he's got spider enough. sense, but you could kill him. Okay. Just like Wolverine, you know, he's but he still is a magical but... creature. He still has powers that mortal humans don't have. Sure. Okay. There's something extra that makes him special. And then there's that Marvel girl that shoot... They shoot arrows, right? Isn't that arrow shooting guy a mortal guy? Uh, yeah, Hawkeye. Okay, so... 
Uh, yeah, so That's there are rarities. examples. I, in fact, I would say there's probably more examples. That's what makes the superhero so special, though, of course, right. is that there are these cast of characters alongside of them who are crime fighters, but not necessarily as special well, as the big guys. But the big guys all have the powers. There's right. no one. The Punisher has no powers. Okay. How does he punish people? He has guns and he murders them. All right. He's he's an anti-hero, though. Okay. So he's like Batman if Batman was a murderer. The point I'm trying to make is that I think that I would like to think that most people, and maybe I'm wrong, because again, I'm in the minority in terms of my feelings for Batman. I realize that. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like people want a superhero as a means of escapism, an idealism, an idealism, an idealistic vision of what they themselves wish they could be a super creature. Sure. But your hopes Anyone and dreams. can just could really just dress up as Batman and prowl around the city in theory if they had enough money, if they could support, sure. you know. Bill Bill Gates could be Batman. Well, I don't think he has the the physical stature to well, do. Well, I think it, if he had enough money to go to the right. Asia you're, and yes. train. You're not saying Wait, okay. It's important to distinction here. You're not saying that Bill Gates could be Batman as in Bill Gates is currently Batman. You're saying Bill Gates has the ability to maybe become Batman. I'm not going to make any distinction on that level. How does that sound? All right. Like there's not going to be a day where he's going to be like I am the bad. The money like, is what it comes down to. He's truly a capitalistic hero. Isn't that true? That his money is what makes him sure. able to do this. Sure. Well, is that really... But it was an inheritance... Re- well, it's... I mean, that- but but it's also tinged with the hmm. inheritance from his murdered parents. Mm, I suppose so. But is that really the kind of hero you want to support in this day and age, Scott? Really? I know, but, but, but people always assume, like, oh, he's just got money. And I'm like, like, he's just living it up. No, he made a choice to use that money to fuel him. this right. fight against crime. So I feel like that kind of a fight gets against lost crime, there. Scott, that he can only take part in at night. He is a superhero that can only operate at night. It's ridiculous. As, as Batman, yes. So sometimes he can operate during the day, but he also operates as Bruce Wayne, and that's he, part of the right. Sometimes the he crime needs fighter. to be Bruce Wayne for certain situations. He can't be Batman. He has to go either as Bruce to Wayne make or the Batman. money that requires to be Batman. Right. Or to sway something in his favor, or get a piece of intel from mm. somebody, and then goes back, dressed up like a bat, and beats the shit out of that it's person. It's in the same way that Iron Man and Stark are kind of the same hero, the same guy. They're very right. similar characters. Except he's known. I'm Batman. Batman's personality is annoying. The idea of a tortured guy, tortured by his burden of, in Batman's case... Having to fight crime, crime. I'm burdened by my, by crime. The world of crime is upsetting. I can't sleep because of crime. Yes. Says the word crime over and over again. He's a crime fighter. All right. He it's doesn't true. even he have powers. Crime. He doesn't even have powers. Superheroes with powers, where literally if they kiss someone or touch someone, they could accidentally murder them. That's a burden. His burden is that his parents died. Right, but okay, but look at it like this, right? So Superman, Superman, of course, has a choice to be Superman. Right. Right? It's, but it's not, it doesn't seem like much of a choice because when you have all the powers in the world, you, of course you should be using that for good and helping people. What's wrong with you? If he just sat back on the farm and was you like, know, nah, I'm just going to be a farmer. That's a good point. People would think he was a prick. Yeah, but you but know Batman, what? Batman has made even more of a sacrifice because he's just a guy. Nobody expected him to do anything. Yeah, but Scott, every superhero is tortured in some way. That's the point. His yeah, of course. Batman's feelings, though he chooses to try and be so dark about them and brooding, are no different than Superman's. He's tortured too. He yeah. also has didn't doesn't have parents. But it's he, you know, but his yes, there is some of tortured by these horrible memories. He lost memories. his whole planet. 
Right, but not just his parents. Bruce Wayne lost his whole world. You understand? He's like a child who lost. He lost his whole planet and didn't even know about it until he was older. Till he was like college age. Who Superman? Yeah. But still, he lost a planet. His whole ethnic. His whole. I know, but he grew up his whole life not knowing about it. So what's the impact? He at least had a childhood. He had a life with his parents. He barely knew his parents. It was eight years old. Emotional, you know, response to. Right, murder right. of a parent. I mean, I suppose it's different for everyone. Sure. But, <laughs> you well, know. <laughs> I mean, he's a pampered rich boy. You Look, know what and, I mean? And that, perfect that you said that because it annoys <laughs> me that he doesn't even like the fact that he has his money. It all goes into this whole upset brooding thing. I Oh, it's Well, because money. it's all connected to his parents getting murdered. So I think he needs, he thinks he needs to use that money Toward something that's going to help that. At least whether Iron it's Man a philanthropy seems to enjoy it. At least Iron Man is real. Seems to be a womanizer, right? A philanderer, no? And an alcoholic. Great. Yeah, that's awesome. Meanwhile, Batman, we learn, especially in these new movies, is doing it just as a cover, just as completely as a cover. It's not real. He's pretending to to, oh, to, to like girls. To, yeah, yeah. Who even knows if he does? Well, because that's the thing is that the. Because when you play with your identity like this, especially Batman has to do it on the big stage because he's such a huge Iron Man just told everyone he was Iron Man because it was easier. And he was like, fuck it. I'm sure it's easier to just, you know, I'm this guy and now leave me alone. Okay. Um, But I think to keep that secret and to have to keep going back and forth like that, there's a uh, there's like a question of is he putting on the mask or is he taking off a mask? You know what I mean? In which one? Who is he? Is he Batman or is he Bruce Wayne? And I think the answer is always he's Batman pretending to be Bruce Wayne at all times. But and see, I think I, it like dances the line in his psyche. I feel, I feel that's why that kind of depth is not that complex for me when ultimately he's dressed as a bat. You've just given a very Jungian analysis of Batman's psyche, mm. but he's wearing a rubber suit with little pointy ears. And I feel like the layman wants to watch a hero fly around and do cool shit. Batman, we sure. find, in this most recent movie, Scott, doesn't even invent his own tricks. In the first series of films, it seemed like he was making up his little inventions and things. In this one, it's clear that Morgan Freeman is. And right, but like no Bond place. doesn't make his own stuff. and doesn't make him any less cool. Oh, yeah, but he is a philanderer, and that does make him cooler. At least Bond, all right, is... Yeah, but Batman's a brawler. It. You mean the style of fighting? Style of fighting that they do in the movies. Yeah, yeah. but see, I think that's unelegant, dude. I think that when we see Christian Bale fight now, I feel like the fighting is really unelegant. Like he's like Muay Thai boxing where he's stiffly putting into his arms to block and legs. It doesn't feel fluid. Yeah. You were telling me I've before, though, that the original ones, too. it wasn't good fighting either. Weren't, weren't you telling me that Keaton's fighting wasn't yeah, great? Yeah, well, especially because, I mean, well, so in The Dark Knight, they show that he changes his cowl. Is the Batman cowl is like the whole headpiece with a shoulder piece? Oh God! Altogether, did you say Batman cowl? Like, there's a name for that particular piece That's of the what costume? They call it the cowl. Who calls it that? Everyone. A- everyone calls it that. Everyone oh, who knows God. Batman. When they put it like any of those like Batman reference books and stuff, they always refer. It's a to man it as wearing a t-shirt with a cape. Right no, it's now. like it's, a whole like me that. one piece that's like a shoulder. That comes down like No, I'm that. saying if anyone should know that it's called the Batman cowl and that it has that official name, oh, yeah. it would be you who's wearing a caped t-shirt but of right course, now. I don't have a cowl on, though. I'm missing the cowl. Listen, piece. I fucking know what a cowl is. I'm just you know saying that I mean? the fact that he has a funny costume and you're wearing a funny costume right now, it, that makes sense to me. Yes. Okay? Yeah. All right, that's all. Oh, yeah. With the cowl. There's a lot that makes sense here. <laughs> 
Um, All right. Uh, but he can move his head in the other movies, in the newer movies, because they change his headpiece. But in the older movies, they had a traditional cowl. So I feel like Michael Keaton always looks very herky-jerky. You shake a pretty mean cake, Batman. Another problem I have with Batman is, and I think this is a provable thing, how many other superheroes are so regularly overshadowed by their villains? Meaning, there's a whole cult of people out there that love the shit out of Joker more than Batman. I would suggest that they keep bringing back somebody like Two-Face because people really like Two-Face. People love the Penguin in the early 60s. He was the main villain in the 60s. People knew Burgess Meredith playing the Penguin. Well, I think it's because all the because they were, you know, pretty early on known as like the rogues gallery of villains that Batman did battle with all of these like crazy outlandish characters. So I think they were kind of billed to be big characters in their own right, uh, which is why I think his universe and his villains are probably the best of comic books. Wait a second. It just hit me like a lightning bolt, like a revelation. And I know why you like him now and why Phil is so obsessed with Batman. He's the ultimate straight man. He's surrounded by people that are over the top, comedians doing crazy things, and he just kind of takes it sure. with a straight face, with an iron jaw, if you will, and reacts as minimally as possible. Maybe it's the Gotham City in me. We just have a bad history with freaks dressed like clowns. Way, way to use a lot of creativity creators of Batman with the names of these villains, the Joker, the Riddler. It's practically the same idea. How come they didn't oh, come they up? Them right is off. there a punster? Is he the third one that comes out? No. Ah, Batman, I'm the punster. Every word that I say has got a double meaning, Batman. It's the same guy. There was a, Kevin Smith wrote a Batman comic and created a character named, uh, I think it's Onomatopoeia. Uh, thank and, you. And he just makes noises. He Or he just says the word of the noise. So when yeah. he's firing a gun, he just goes bang, bang, That's not too bang. bad. It was pretty good. Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> so, Scott, to sum it up, and you tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. he has no powers. No powers. He doesn't really anymore make any of his own bat gear. Indeed, in this most recent film, I would say he has much less bat gear than he did in the first three films and in the TV show where he had tons of bat gear with fun bat names. They're called gadgets. Bat. <laughs> and they had the funny bat names. Everyone likes the fun bat name. Yeah, it gets a little, I think it gets a little tiresome. You say it for everything. You know, I like the 60s Batman. I enjoy it because it's light and it's funny and it's kind yeah. of like a funnier take on Batman. It's very different from any anything else. So I like that. But they also do that shit where it's like, oh, we'll go to the. Uh, word unscrambler computer that I happen to have this week. And then like the next week, the movie, they have the thing where all the uh, dust gets the, they, they turn all the United Nations people into dust yeah. and then they all get sprinkled together. And he's like, good thing I had that dust uh, unmixer or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> and like separated them back out. <laughs> Makes no sense. That's in refuge at 32,000 RPMs. Increase angstrom force in vector X. Vector X, up one notch. And he doesn't have a good personality because it's constantly upset and brooding. So really nothing about him is good. No sense of humor, no personality, no physical prowess. No physical prowess? Well, again, compared to other superheroes. Give him physical prowess, if anything. Compared to other superheroes. He talks in a grunting voice that's unappealing to anyone. But compared to every other man on the planet, he's the best. Oh, no! 
I can I'll never sway you because you're emotionally connected to Batman because it's the first movie you saw. Annie is the first movie I saw in the theaters, so you could never tell me that Annie isn't one of the best so musicals you think ever. Made. Annie could be Batman is what you're saying. I will tell so help me God, Annie will fucking <laughs> kill Batman in a fight. She will. Do you see how she held on to that girder as she a grown little, man's yeah. trying to lift her little fingers and she held on long enough for Punjab to swing in? Kick Rooster down. She's still hanging on. She's got a little little arms of strength. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she beat up that punk bully in the beginning, a whole gang of boys that yeah. were tormenting Sandy. So fuck off, Batman. Annie's in town. <laughs> yeah, that's the one person she helped. Batman's helped hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> and she fought off a one gang, and you're don't, like, yeah. Don't try it. Don't try and make it seem like he did more, Scott. It's a numbers game. She's it's working during the depression. Game. He's working. And she is behind. This is the depression. People needed it more when she was doing it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listen, folks, this is a great um, supplement to the trilogy podcast, Dark Knight edition. So we really suggest you listen to these together. All right. It kind of really fills in the gaps of how we both feel. Um, Pro and con regarding Batman and the superhero in this movie. All right, that's it. Let's go. But inconspicuously through the window. Batman got on my nerves. He was running me a mouth. He ridiculed me, calling me a bum. I was.